Have you ever thought, I want to smell a beaver's butt? Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Aaron. I'm Liz. So why are you smelling beaver butts? Well, okay. So last night I was asking the kids, I was like, what should we talk about? Like, give me a topic. And we started talking about cat poof, cat poop coffee, which is actually um, coffee from civets, which are cat-like creatures, but they're actually not cats. Uh, so do they just take the poop and put it in a coffee filter? Pretty much. No. <laughs> so I didn't, I drink coffee a lot, but I did not know that coffee beans come from coffee cherries. So I learned that last night. Uh, I guess they're like a seed kind of thing. So it kind of makes sense that they're the pit of something. I guess. But yeah, I never really thought about it. I just thought coffee beans grew on like coffee bean trees, like green beans or snap peas, things like that. But apparently the the pit of a cherry. I was, I guess I always thought it was, I don't know, kind of like peas. That there was like this pod, yeah, like these plants that had these pods, and they took the beans out. And... Me too, but apparently they're not. And that kind of like how uh, cocoa beans work, aren't they? Like a pod thing. I thought so, but now I'm not positive, and I didn't think to look that up. So I feel like maybe you can during this because I was lost. Like it was just interesting that they came from cherries, but then it was gross because. So a civet, like if you look it up, you'd look up like cat poop coffee. I like your civet duty. Like <laughs> yeah, you know. You have a civet duty to go vote. <laughs> um, they're not actually cats and they're not actually felines, but they they kind of resemble a cat and a, like for their body stature. And then they have like a monkey tail and like a raccoon looking face. But I guess they're close, closestly related to mongoose. All right. Yeah. And also, my my pun there was not intentional. I didn't realize what I said until after I said it, that it was a little more funny than I intended. That we're talking about their poop, and I, I was saying something about a civet duty. Yep. I'm so that glad. Was, that was purely unintentional. <laughs> Dad jokes for the win. And here I was just letting it go, hoping you wouldn't go back. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, I'm stuck on that now. Thank you. And then I was thinking, yep, Tom's just the other day and his dad joke for the butt or yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to say it. I'm, I stole it from my optometrist who probably, I think he stole it from a calendar. So I don't know who to credit it for, but why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. Why do ducks have feathers? To cover their butt quacks. <laughs> Listen, I don't do dad jokes. Probably because I'm not a dad. But, you know, it was funny. So I shared it. There you have it. <laughs> Anyways, so back to this coffee thing. Apparently, they it's very expensive to buy, 
But on a coffee scale, it doesn't rate very high. So I guess it's more for the the novelty because the taste isn't so good. Who would have thought? But it's it's probably one of those things that's like an acquired taste. Like they say, you know, things like beer and uh, like you like Brussels sprouts, I love things Brussels like that. Sprouts. I mean, th- those are definitely things that have to be an acquired taste. I don't think Brussels sprouts are acquired. You just like them; they're good. You acquired that <laughs> lunacy somewhere because that is very wrong. They're disgusting. No, they're delicious. That, that is not an opinion-based thing. They're, they're just disgusting. That's a fact. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I am on the... I don't know. They're good. I love Brussels sprouts. Like I can't even stand the balls. smell when they're cooking. You can't stand the smell of cabbage when it's cooking either, but cabbage is delicious. Yet something else that's incorrect. But anyway, back to the coffee. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so these civets eat the coffee cherries, and then I guess their digestive tract partially breaks it down or whatever, so then when they poop... There's tons of coffee beans in their poop. And somebody at some point in time thought, ooh, let me dig through poop and take these beans out. I'm hoping clean them. I'm going to guess they clean them. And then, like, grind them down and make coffee from it. And I just don't understand why, but... I mean, maybe there was, I don't know, at some point, like, a lot of these civets that went through and, like, I don't know, destroyed the coffee cherry fields or crops or whatever, like, eating all of them. Uh, they were like, well, no, we we can at least get these beans back so that we can use them. And then it just became a thing. I don't know, maybe. but I mean, I guess, like, if... If that's you know your livelihood, that's how you're making a living is yeah is coffee, and then some animals eat it, and you can somehow get some of that back. But I mean, I'm guessing that might be why they charge so much for it. Like, no, we have to go out there and dig through crap, literally, to get this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's really sad though. I feel kind of bad for the civets because. Like, in the wild, they eat the coffee cherries, uh, they eat insects, and they eat, like, small reptiles. Uh, but they eat, like, small reptiles and all that stuff. And But because this boom took off or whatever, that people want this coffee that comes from the feces of a civet, they now have farms, <clears throat> so civet farms. And it's sad because all they do is force feed them the cherry coffee, or the the coffee cherries so that they're eating it and pooping it out constantly so that they can get more coffee beans. So now it's like forced labor and they're not getting any of the other things in their diet, which means they've got to be malnourished. So I don't know why. I don't know. I know a lot of people that seem like they could just live off of coffee. Listen, I like coffee. I used to drink it all the time, like day and night, but now I mostly stick to the daytime. I mean, that's why places like Starbucks are 
so popular. People want to live off of expensive coffee. I guess. Well, it's not bad if it's like fair trade because then you're helping those farmers and growers to make a decent living. I guess maybe that's, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Maybe that's why they retrieved them. Like you were saying, they destroyed their crop or whatever. And they're like, we need to do this. But now it's just because I'm guessing for the novelty of it or whatever, it's expensive to buy it. And this one guy's like, there's a job where people taste coffee and rate it. Like, a whole pallet thing and everything. I'm just like, man, does it I'm taste- sure it's probably like the people that do wine tastings. Maybe. Like, Who decides? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was just thinking that I wonder if uh, the price for it is because of the popularity or if that popularity came from the price like people that were like oh this is expensive so it must be good maybe you're like well you get what you pay for so i have to pay like tons of money for stuff that i could get way cheaper but the more expensive one's going to be the better one i'm just saying i'll take my well not cheap cheap coffee because you can definitely tell like cheap cheap coffee becomes way more bitter but I like cheap coffee. <laughs> I didn't know they made coffee from cheap cheeps. Well, it wouldn't surprise me with all the other things I found that are made from animals <laughs> or animal byproducts or products. Or I asked you if you've ever smelled a beaver's butt. And are are you going to go to the mushroom kingdom to get this cheap cheap coffee? Yes, it's a little flying fish. Cheap 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 cheap. <laughs> Maybe that's what's in the uh, the uh, the stars, the invincibility star. When Mario gets it, it's cheap, cheap coffee. Oh, there we go. He just gets like this rush of caffeine See, all of a sudden. They fed the cheap cheeps the coffee beans, and <laughs> so now we have cat poop coffee and Mario Land. They've got cheap, cheap coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh okay anyway (laughs) i was hmm. oh by the way it's called kopi luwak there you have it so you just call it crap coffee see i don't think they would sell as much if they called it that it sounds way fancier (laughs) um i don't know what that translates into but I'm guessing it translates into. (laughs) That's my guess. That's probably the literal translation. Crap coffee. Well, you know. Oh, and then there's this coffee. Like, so, you know, when you go into like gas stations or whatever. Yes, I've been there a time or two. And they have different coffee brands. I did not know, like, Come and Go Here has Java Ridge coffee. I didn't know Java was like a programming action. language. Well, that too, but it's an island. It's one of the islands where you can get civ- or where civets live and you can get coffee or whatever. 
So Java Island is where you get Java from. Yeah. I have to ask, what what do you find on Lake Titicaca? Any islands around there? (laughs) I don't know, but based on the name of it, probably some coffee. (laughs) Milk and coffee. Anyway, Java is one of the islands of uh, Indonesia. So there's your geography lesson for today. There you have it. Found that out. So yeah, that's it. I don't want to talk about the coffee anymore. I mean, it's not that I don't want to. I love coffee, but it's making me want to drink coffee and throw up at the same time. Because I'm like, I don't ever want to drink coffee from something that's been pooped out. There you have it. I mean, I don't know, that makes me think like uh, people that, you know, do psychedelic shrooms. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, a lot of that, like they you know, find these under, you know, cow patties and stuff. It's like, who decided to move some cow crap and be like, ooh, there's a mushroom. Let me eat it. Yeah, I want to know who decided, ooh, there's this thing growing out of poop. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Gosh, because kudos to them. I love mushrooms. (laughs) And I never thought of it. Thank you. That's now being added to my list of things I probably can't eat because I'm going to think, ooh, poop. I mean, you're you're talking about regular mushrooms, right? Not yeah, you know, loving psychedelic shrooms. Hey, you know, <laughs> if the shroom fits, <laughs> if it tastes good, I'm down. <laughs> I'm just saying, regular mushrooms, though. Like, I like. Oh, the- there's fungus. Let's eat it. Well, it tastes good. Like. I love portobello mushrooms as an alternative to like a hamburger patty. I think it tastes really good. It has a good flavor. Now I'm thinking it's poop. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was just talking about the psychedelic shrooms. But all mushrooms come out of manure and dirt, don't they? Well, they come out of dirt. I thought it was because of manure. I believe they all come out of manure. Okay, well, then I feel a little bit better because I thought they all did. I don't know enough about mushrooms. I should find out more about the food I eat and where it comes from. Or I shouldn't, but. So anyway, you were talking about smelling beaver butts. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Again, I was talking to the kids about the coffee and stuff, and then we started talking about other things, and I had made the comment which I have been wrong about all my life because our son clarified it for me. I was always told that like the vanilla flavoring comes from like the anal glands of a skunk. And I was wrong. Yeah. That's what I thought that came from a skunk. Yep. Sure did. I was wrong. Let me say it again. Just so. You know, everybody who says, can I get that in writing, mom? You were wrong. I was wrong. It comes from a beaver. 
But I want to know who was smelling the beaver's butt to find out that it smells like vanilla and then decided, ooh, let's extract that and use it for artificial vanilla flavoring and raspberry flavoring because apparently it also has a raspberry tint. And so they use this fluid from the from a sack near the anal cavity of a beaver for vanilla flavoring and raspberry flavoring. That's gross. Yeah. A little bit. And now you know why vanilla, imitation vanilla is so cheap. Because they're like, <laughs> we're going to get lots of people to buy this. <laughs> and then we can all laugh because <laughs> they're eating stuff from a beaver's butt. I think they've phased out a lot of doing that just because it is more difficult to get. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I, I don't think it's as popular as it used to be. Yeah, because now we have all of these ways to like chemically create it and genetically modify it or whatever. So, but yeah, and the original, like the original vanilla, comes from a vanilla bean, but it's really expensive to buy. Like pure vanilla extract or whatever, which I guess makes sense because well, one day a lot we of were beans. looking at the spices and I don't. There was like a single vanilla bean pod or whatever, and it was like twenty bucks or something. I'm like, that's ridiculous, right? Because that thing should be in the plant section so you can grow it. Because oh my gosh, I don't know if it's difficult to grow vanilla beans or something, but. I would guess so. Just because they're so expensive, I would assume that they're not easy to grow or it's really time-consuming process or something. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, it's like you need certain conditions to grow them, like a lot of citrus. You need, uh, they're more of a tropical thing, uh, I'm just saying oranges used to grow in Southern California all over the place without any problem until development came along and cut down all the trees. I grew up surrounded by orange groves and they tasted good. They weren't like oranges that come out of the supermarket now. We should move to the. We should move to the what? I don't know. To a climate where we can grow lots of fruit, where like lots of different fruits grow. Then we can just have a whole bunch of fruit trees around the house. I'd be happy as I'll get out. Do we live in a climate where dogs and cats tore them up? Well, I don't know. We need to figure it out. I miss fruit trees. I grew up where there were like apple trees and orange trees, and Uh, we had apple trees and pear trees when I was growing up. And tons of berry bushes all over the the property when I was little. Ooh. Mulberry trees and blackberry trees. They had some of those. Um, we stayed in Texas with uh, a cousin for a little while. And on the walk to school, where I would take the kids to school, there was a blackberry tree on the way. Oh, We used to snag them because they'd hang over the sidewalk. So we'd snag them. Don't blackberries come off a bush? I don't think so. Then what kind of tree was it? I'm pretty sure it was blackberries. I don't know. It wasn't raspberries. are on a tree. 
I don't think it was mulberries on that one. I thought it was blackberries. I don't know. I we were eating something off a bush. tree. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not positive. Now I'm not positive either, so thanks. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Someone will tell us, I'm sure. Um, oh, the scent, though, is called castorium. That's how it's listed. Is that like castor oil? Maybe. But it's used in frozen dairy, gelatins, puddings, and non-alcoholic beverages. And the gland is located between the animal's pelvis and the base of its tail. Therefore, right. the anal. Like right there by the butt. Yep. So blackberries apparently grow as a small shrub or trailing vine. Well, heck, I don't know what the heck we were eating then on the way. I don't know. They were berries and they were like black. They left your hands purple. Mulberries do that. Do they? Yeah, and they're really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a mulberry tree. Hey, maybe I was on Mulberry Street. <laughs> I didn't know that they they taste similar to blackberries, so. Oh, they're much, I don't know. They have a very different taste. I don't think so. Maybe I've... not naturally. Maybe when they're processed or whatever and sold in the store. I don't know. Anytime I've ever gotten blackberries off a bush or... When Mulberries you, off a tree, they have tasted very different to me. Really? Yeah. Well, I think we need to grow both so that I can try it out. Well, it'll take a while to get a mulberry tree to fruit bearing. Maybe we could buy one that's already aged. Like they have that tree farm down that you can go buy trees that are already, like they dig up the roots and everything so that you can transplant them. Maybe we could get one of those. Maybe it'll start growing some fruit off of it. I don't know. That'd be interesting. But yep, yeah, so if your food lists castorium on it as one of the ingredients, just know that it came from a beaver's butt. All right. Um, also, I don't want to drink beer. I don't drink beer that often anyways, but I feel like I don't want to drink it ever again because it contains an ingredient called isinglass, isinglass, uh, and it's from fish bladders. All right. So I don't know what else to call it, but fish urine. I like found yeah. all the grossest things. I was like... Well, that's gross. Like, what else comes through? <laughs> but yeah, so beer contains stuff from fish bladders because it apparently um, gathers stray yeast cells during the fermenting process and solidifies them. But, and like it goes down to the bottom of the barrel. But I'm sorry if you're putting fish urine in the drink. I feel like part of the fish urine's still there. Yeah, I'm sure, because by the time you separated that out, you'd have everything separated from what it you know, was. Right? It's like going to the lake and being like, ooh, I'm thirsty. Let me drink lake water. Who does that? 
Or going to the ocean. You definitely don't want to go to the ocean and drink water, though, because it's salty on top of being filled with all sorts of waste from everything now. Not just matter from them, but... And then... Red food coloring or red dyes? Well, before we go into that, like, back to the the beer thing. Oh, yeah. Did you... I think... uh, Well, I don't know how many still use that process, but I'm pretty sure that... I think it's Guinness that doesn't do that anymore. Well, Guinness was the one that contained it, but this this article was a few years old, so... Well, they went vegan. Like, they made their process all vegan-friendly. Well, it's funny because... So I would assume they don't do that anymore. I actually got a lot of this information from Business Insider. And it was an article about uh, things that you think are vegan but aren't actually. Like they're labeled as vegan. So then you have to look for these specific like names because they don't say contains animal product. Yeah, well, I so. think it was recently that they. Oh, I'm like, sure. Probably after some of these articles came out that like called them out for it. Probably. Just like, um, I mean, granted, in candies, um, was it candies, ice cream, yogurt? If they have like red dye to them, they probably have something listed in the ingredients called carmine. All right. That doesn't sound animal-like at all, right? Nope. So you're like, oh. Sounds like some lady's name. Right? It uh, is red cochineal beetles. I just pronounced that wrong. All right. I don't know how to spell or how to pronounce cochineal. C-O-C-H-I-N-E-A-L. But yeah. So carmine in your food comes from beetles. Nice. And people, like, James always asks, would you eat bugs? Like, would you eat insects if if the world, like, changed or the world did this? Or I'm like, do you know how many insects and stuff we probably eat in our lifetime unwilling or unknowingly? Only so many food, like, the rules and stuff allow for a certain percentage of, like, this random crap in our foods. Yeah. And it's still... You know, approved through the like FDA or health USDA, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then bread. So I'm curious, like for my sister, uh, she's Charlie's vegan, but she, she's taught me so many things. Like it never occurred to me that you wouldn't eat honey as a vegan until she pointed out that it comes. Like it's it's an animal byproduct because a bee is what and they don't consent and I was like oh so I mean it's basically bee vomit yeah so like she looks at all these things so in bread there is an ingredient called L cysteine cysteine or cysteine there's an e i in it I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Like the Sistine Chapel? Maybe. <laughs> Spelled completely wrong, but it might be pronounced the same way. 
I don't know. But it is, uh, it's in bread. It's a chemical in bread. So when you see it, just know that you have bird feathers in your food. All right. It's made with uh, bird feathers, human, and hog hair. Yummy. Who thought to mix those up and put them in food? No. I mean, I'm sure it's like some of these, like there are food scientists out there that, I mean, I'm sure they're like, well, you know, we know the chemical makeup of, you know, these different things. Uh, and we know how these different chemicals interact. Uh, I don't know, somehow come up with something like, well, you know, these things would, you know, mixing these would give us this result. And, oh, look, we, we know that these things contain those. I'm so, uh, when I uh, make bread from scratch, I don't put bird feathers or I try not to put any human or hog hair in it. Sometimes dog hair gets in, I guess, because we have so many of them and their hairs everywhere. I mean, somebody had to figure out at some point that somehow gelatin can be made from, like, animal bones. Right? I I don't like even how know. do these hard bones become jello? <laughs> right? Well then crayons. Crayons which are the cornerstone of any art. I mean for real, every every home I always have that belief like every home should have crayons and now I'm like, hmm, do I want to use crayons anymore? Because <clears throat> where is it at? Oh, it's a part as part of the ren of the rendering industry, which disposes of otherwise unused animal waste. The creation of crayons often includes animal fat. Paraffin is the main ingredient in the most popular crayons, but not many would expect mammalian byproducts in children's art supplies. So paraffin is like animal fat, and a lot of plastics. Use some animal fat too. Mm-hmm. Because it helps with the sticking or something. Yeah. Plastic bags. So those plastic bags you get at the grocery store contain animal fat. And just so you know, I uh I feel like I don't really want to have sugar anymore because the refining processes for both white and brown sugar often use bone char. So animal ashes. All right. I found, like, I'm tell- I was just amazed. Oh, and the last thing I have on here for all those people who love orange juice. They now, uh, a lot of, or not all, but a lot of orange juice companies are uh, adding omega-3 fatty acids to the orange juice to help with like your health, which comes from fish. I'm curious. I didn't look it up because I got behind, but I want to know what part of the fish omega-3 fatty acids come from. Because I used to take like fish oil supplements and now I'm thinking, is it the fish's urine or is it its poop like what part of the fish do they use yeah i don't know but it's a fatty acid so i guess maybe fish fat 
And I didn't even know fish could be fat. Like whales, I guess, the blubber or whatever. But what fish? What fish do they take it from? Like, is it herring? Oh, maybe is it's it? something off of the, like, in the skin and stuff when they, like, clean the fish and fillet them and everything. Uh, it's like some of the byproducts. Maybe. Because, like, not all fish, and you don't eat the skin on all fish, like, they get filleted and everything. Some you do, but... I try not to eat the skin on any fish. Well, I mean, some you can just, like, it's not a big deal. As long as they're, like, smooth skinned, they're not scaly. Hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, yeah. So those are the gross things that I found. Like, and it started with a hey, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> talk about cat poop coffee. All right. Well, there's one thing that I had on uh, my list that I don't. You know how you like to get manicures and pedicures. Uh, oh yeah. Man, like getting shellac. And it's interesting that that same thing is used in some foods, like this shellac that people get put on their nails, and it's used on like candies and things to like give them that shiny coating. Yeah, and that that comes from oh, the lac bug. It's like a secretion that they leave on trees. The female lac bug, like, leaves that on trees in I think yeah forests in India and Thailand. And they like collect that, and like they turn it into a powder, or it's mixed with alcohol for uh, like a liquid shellac, like you would get on your nails or something. But yeah, that's what's like giving that shiny coating to you know, like hard candies and stuff a lot of times. Except for M and M's, M and M's don't use it. But it's also yeah, it's called confectioner's glaze. Like, why? What? I don't want to eat candy anymore. I just, I mean, it makes me think of, uh, like, if you see a slug or a snail going across something, that, like, slimy trail that they leave because they're secreting it. Right. Like, that, that's the image that I get in my head. It's like, oh, you just had a bug, like, slime all over your candy or your fingernails. Right. They're like, ooh, what could I do with, I mean, I guess people are resourceful, though, right? Like. I mean, I'm sure somebody saw that and they're like, you know, these bugs are leaving this really shiny, like, liquidy stuff on these trees. We could probably use that for something. And it makes me want, I, I don't know, that's, I mean, it's a byproduct, but I mean, if it's just, I guess, free range, like they're not, you know, done in a farm or something and it's just, oh, well, we went out into the woods and. We I mean, found this on a would, tree. Would that be considered vegan friendly? Because it's like, I mean, they're just leaving it there. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's not like not you're taking the animal and. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about veganism to really know how that would work. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, hmm. I could see, well, no, the. They're being done on a farm or something, so that's not okay for the animals. I could see that being not okay, but like free range. Yeah, I don't know. 
where you're just going out in the woods and finding these things. I don't know. It's hard to say. Someone let us know. So we got anything else? Um, nope, I think I'm good. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know. 